Welcome to the first ever Ask Jazz. I'm doing it live, okay? Because I, I'm literally so strapped for time right now. Tomorrow is my holiday. I'm going to Dubai on a family holiday. Man, I have never needed a holiday so badly. So for those of you who, who know me, you'll, you'll know what I'm like. For those of you who don't know me so well, I only really switch off when I'm abroad. It's just a funny thing about me. So if I'm not playing my son or if I'm not chopping onions or if I'm not writing a treatment plan letter or doing some admin or doing the podcast stuff or the courses stuff, I, I literally don't switch off. So this pandemic has been very difficult for me in a way that I've been desperate for an opportunity to switch off. So that's coming uh, next week. Uh, but I want to explore this concept of Ask Jazz because I'm no, like, <clears throat> you know that, I'm no expert. There are so many people who, who know so much more and do great work uh, and, and I admire what they do. For me, it's just sharing. Uh, and the reason why I think that's important is because when I started to share some years ago, so the specific example is when I worked in Singapore and then I came back to the UK. And then what we found is that um, I was on the phone to a different dentist every single day on my commute to, to and from Oxford and, and to back to London. Uh, and I was telling them the same story. They were asking me the same questions. Hey, what's it like in Singapore? How much do you earn? What's the language like? Are there any exams that you have to pass uh, to be able to practice in Singapore and that kind of stuff? So... I decided to share and I made a podcast called Petrusi Dharma Podcast. Uh, you may have heard of it. Uh, and I thought it was just a great thing to be able to do to free up time for me. That was a It was a selfish reason why I created the podcast. Okay, if I can now just make this. And then the next episode was like um, uh, USA. Well, one of my friends was going to USA. She's studying there. Like, okay, how can we uh, now uh, help people who might be considering the USA? And then episode four was uh, Australia. So the way it developed initially was like, I was kind of like this uh, immigration agent for dentists, right? But then I started to be myself. I started to share my geeky things. I'm, I'm a massive geek when it comes to dentistry, as you guys know. So I think it's so important to share. And uh, one of the questions, incidentally, I had in uh, was about a dentist who was so nervous to share and post his cases on social media. And I said, listen, if you can post your cases social media, you will develop so fast, uh, so quick and, and, and so much that it's going to be it's going to bring about great great vibes, great energy when someone shares. So part of the Ask Jazz is although I felt like a massive imposter syndrome saying, you know, ask me, I'm the expert, nothing like that at all. I'm just literally here to share. So let me share with you some questions that we've had over the past few weeks. Obviously on YouTube, we had that question about uh, the bonding protocol. He, he said saline, but he meant silane. Uh, and so I shared that to the Protrusive Dental Community Facebook group. If you're not part of it, do join it. Uh, and on that group, there were some great comments. I tagged some people who I really admire, who I know have really studied in depth all about the bonding protocol and what's the best way to get highest bond strengths. Uh, so they chipped in. So Herman, shout out to you, my friend. Um, it, 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 there's some great content. So if you're looking for some bonding tips uh, and optimizing your bond strength to ceramic, that's already covered uh, on the Protrusive Dental community. Just go straight there. So the next question I had was from a buddy. I'm not gonna, I'm trying not to name people without asking their permission first. And at the time when people asked this, I, I didn't think of Ask Jazz. So I'm not gonna name people, but you know who you are. So one of my buddies who I actually went to dental school with, uh, he told me about an inlay that kept coming out. So an inlay, I, I think as a premolar that kept coming out maybe three times. Uh, and so he said, okay, what do I do now? How do I manage this inlay? That, that's coming out. So 
funny thing about inlay is that when I was at a really great lecture in Singapore, I, oh man, I can't for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of the speaker. He was a Swiss speaker in Singapore at the Singapore uh, Dental Conference. I'm going to find his name. Uh, and he shared this uh, hilarious thing about inlays. Uh, he described inlays as Robin Hood dentistry. Okay, You are stealing from the, the rich and you're giving to yourself. You're stealing from the rich and you're giving to the dentist. So it's Robin Hood dentistry because inlays he kind of saw as an obsolete thing. So he did not uh, practice inlays and he thought that it was kind of very few niche scenarios where it's appropriate. Actually, the episode we did with Chris Orr, it was 30 something. I actually asked him about, okay, where, where is there a place for inlays in dentistry? And he literally said, so Chris Orr, someone we all love and respect so much in dentistry, Chris Orr literally said that the only time he'd do an inlay is uh, if he's kind of running out of time and he's prepping a whole quadrant, and then instead of doing a, like an MO composite, he'll just uh, impress the entire quadrant of, of indirects, and then he'll just ask for an inlay in that area, basically. So there's no major reason of doing an inlay, usually. So uh, what I said to my buddy was that, okay, the patient doesn't care about the inlay. The patient doesn't want an inlay. The patient wants a tooth. Do your composites fall out? And he's like, no, my composites don't fall out. Okay, so then why don't you just clean up the tooth and place a composite? And he's like, yeah, you're right, actually. The, the patient doesn't care that it's an inlay. The patient just wants their tooth. So that was how we dealt with that. And I thought, okay, that's something worth sharing uh, about where where inlays stand in dentistry uh, and the advice I gave. Another question I had was some advice I gave to one of my colleagues on Telegram about how there's a job position. So he's looking for a, an associate position. By the way, the app is coming out soon. It's going to have like a jobs board, but he's looking for an associate position. Uh, and I sent him a link to an associate position, which was advertising for someone to build their own list. And it had all the bells and whistles and toys, but the downside is there's no, there's no initial stable income. You have to do the hard work to build your list. So uh, he said to me, I need stable income though. Uh, this is the issue. And I said, look, sometimes you have to take a pay cut. Are you enjoying the Protrusive Dental Podcast? Well, allow me to deliver you even more value. You can now download the iOS or Play Store app for free. Just search Protrusive on your app platform. Now, if you're a true Protrusive and you want to support the podcast, you want to claim CPD for all the listening and watching that you do, you want to get access to exclusive clinical walkthrough videos to make dentistry tangible, as well as a premium newsletter, access to the Protrusive Vault, and the ability to download all the clinical videos and podcast videos so you can view them offline later, you can get all of that for less than 15 tax-deductible dollars per month. So what are you waiting for? Download the Protrusive app now on iOS or Android for absolutely nothing. We work so hard on this Protrusive team and I know you're just going to love it. Now back to the main episode. Sometimes you have to take a pay cut for, for, uh, to, in the pursuit of something much bigger. So for example, when people are starting a brand new practice, okay, from what I read, it's very unlikely that that practice will be highly profitable until about year two. This is from reading. I have zero experience in owning a practice or zero desire to own a practice. Uh, but this is what I read. It takes some time to get the level where you're, you're uh, making profit. So when you're making, uh, when you're starting a practice or when you're doing a master's program, okay, you're not only are you paying the fees for the master's program, you're also taking a hit in terms of loss of earnings. So that's another consideration there. So sometimes you have to take a pay cut to be able to grow. So that's the advice I gave there. Someone asked about where do you find a mentor for implants? And I kind of gave a couple of suggestions that I knew of in London. But I think whenever you are considering, okay, I need a mentor, there's no harm in just literally reaching out, whether it's by email, Facebook, Instagram. For you, like you've all heard of this thing that um, there's six degrees of separation between you and anyone else in the world. 
when it comes to dentistry, it's probably like two degrees of separation between you and any other dentist in the world. And nowadays, you can message pretty much any dentist. Like if I wanted to message Marcus, Professor Marcus Blatz, who I admire so much on the work he's done with zirconia and ceramics, like he replies to me. I message him on Instagram. I get some advice from him. Uh, so you can reach anyone and then you can build that relationship of mentorship. So I always say it's never been a better time to be a dentist than right now. So mentors are everywhere. You just got to keep an eye out. Next one was, which is the best order to prevent contacts sticking to each other? I forgot the context of this one. So Usman, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, okay, last one then. Uh, my, my buddy was doing an injection molding case and he was absolutely horrified because he managed to stick loads of teeth together. So injection molding, obviously you get like the clear stent, like Exaclear uh, or uh, Memacil. Uh, I think people prefer Exaclear because it's a bit clearer. So Exaclear is a GC product, super clear. Uh, and one top tip is make sure it's, it's got enough thickness and therefore it have enough rigidity. So when you're using that kind of stuff, make sure it's, uh, it's thick enough so that it doesn't flex as you're placing it back on the teeth. So when it comes to injection molding, uh, one of my buddies, he went on uh, like two courses, uh, not on injection molding, but on treating toothware. So he, he found this toothware case and decided that, okay, I'm going to use the injection molding technique, which was briefly described on the course. And he found that he had an absolute nightmare. Despite using PTFE, he found that the composite went everywhere and it stuck to everywhere. So I, I delved deeper uh, with his dentist. I said, okay, can you just describe your protocol to me? And I was kind of shocked that although he'd been on these couple of courses, no one had mentioned to him that Nowadays, there is only one really sensible way to do injection molding, in my opinion. Okay, I'm no expert in injection molding, but in my opinion, there's only one sensible way to approach it. And that's by using an every other tooth model. So what does that mean? So imagine you have the pre-op upper model of someone with worn teeth. So imagine these worn teeth and upper model. And then you get the technician to digitally wax it up okay, and print that model. So now you have the pre-op model and the post-op model. And you can do the, you know, the trial and the mock-up to get the patient's approval and check the cant and the aesthetics and phonetics. And that's all fine. But on the day of the injection molding, the clever thing is that you can tell the technician on the digital plan to, okay, let's say we're doing upper canine to upper canine. Every second tooth, right-click, remove. So remove the digital wax up. So uh, let's say you have the upper right canine, which is digitally waxed up and the upper right lateral, which is original tooth, it's not waxed up. Then the upper central is digitally waxed up. Then the other central is not waxed up. So this is called an every other tooth uh, scan. And when you print that, that's an every other tooth model. So the first thing you will do for injection molding is create a memosil or exaclear stent for that every other tooth model. Now, can you see where I'm going here? When you put that um, exaclear stent on the worn teeth, it's going to hug the, the every other worn teeth so nicely that you're going to really minimize how much excess you get. Because if you use just the, 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 the exaclear of the final model, that composite is just going to go everywhere. It's going to stick everything together. So by using this every other tooth model, the first sort of stent you put on will be waxing up every second tooth. And then the other alternative tooth, will, the exaclear will be hugging the teeth so nicely, so tightly, that it's really going to minimize the excess. This makes it really quick, really easy, and it's definitely worth the extra expense of having a second model. You know, that costs minimal in terms of how much you're going to be charging for a patient. Then once you've done that and you've tidied it up and there's just a little bit of excess to clean, now you can use um, uh, the final um, sort of every tooth being waxed up 
Uh, and, and essentially, you have another stop now whereby you're going to really minimize how much excess you have because you already have composite on the adjacent teeth. And yes, of course, you have to use your PTFE uh, and, and make sure that you're not uh, overzealous with your injection molding. You're not placing too much of the resin. So it, it was um, a real shock that this dentist had about how much he had to sort of clean up. So he had to book the patient back in, start again, do a lot of it freehand. So a real waste, but a, a real valuable lesson learned. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you'll probably hopefully see some nice holiday snaps. I'll catch you next week, same time, same place. Appreciate you listening so much. Thank you.